You're listening to Authentically Me, a podcast dedicated to activating the magic that is within us all through the power of authenticity, sharing, and transmuting with love. Here you will find real life experiences shared through the lens of everything is always serving. We are led through this journey by your host, me, Serena Rose. I am a ceremonialist who believes that our life is just one big ceremony for our soul. Connect to your soul and enjoy the ceremony. Welcome, my authentically me beauties. Thank you so much for being here. I am extremely elated to be here today and to be delivering this medicine from this beautiful human that is here with me, Mr. Frank J himself. (laughs) Thank you for being here. Thank you. So excited. So I know you, and you will go down in history as my very first spiritual mentor. (laughs) It was an amazing investment in a lot of ways for me, and that is just a a dream, and I'm just so thankful that I got to have that experience with you. So thank you. Thank you. It's been an amazing investment for me as well and life experience to have known you and journey together on this path. And I believe that mentor, student, student, mentor, we're all helping each other. Yeah, I believe that too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So one of life's biggest questions, I think that is the most universal that everybody faces and asks themselves, as far as I know, is who am I? (laughs) And my very first episode, I titled, Who the Fuck Am I? And spoke to that a little bit. And so if you were to answer that question about yourself, who am I? Who are you? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. The immediate answer is, who am I not? Mm. Who am I not? Because the, the, the more that I journey deeper and deeper into my heart, deeper and deeper as I grow older and wiser and experience all the variety of experience that I have had, whether spiritual or metaphysical or basic human experiences, all of it. I still don't have a clue who I am. I mean, I can choose a belief about who I am. But the deeper I go, it's like, wow, I'm, I can see myself in everything. Mm-hmm. So who am I not? How do you know that I am not you? <laughs> Experiencing yeah. life in a different way. Yeah. How do, I, how do I know that you're not just an aspect of me helping me on my journey to see a certain part of myself. Yes. I love this answer. (laughs) 
that is so <laughs> amazing. Thank you. Um, I'm wondering as well if you could describe the life experience that you're having because we spoke on the phone recently and on that phone call, I said, man, I really wish that I recorded this phone call for my podcast because it was so amazing. And so I was wondering just to touch back on some of that and share some of that wisdom with my listeners. Could you explain this life experience that you're living and and how to tune in to that experience deeper and deeper? Can you give me a specific uh, question on what life experience? Um, what do you mean? Yes. So when we spoke on the phone, we were speaking about spirituality and choosing to live on a certain plane, a certain dimension, and a certain reality, and how to do that. You know, how do you tap into the, the mystery of life, the yes. essence of life, and elevate the experience of life that you're having and I see you tapped into that and experiencing it day in and day out and you know I'm not you I don't know <laughs> if there are you probably have your own challenges and phases and cycles with this journey but I really do look to you and how you're experiencing it um, for inspiration it's very beautiful Thank you. Wow. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you, Serena. Um, so what I what I'm hearing you say is is uh, to speak to this dimension of reality or this way of navigating or moving through the world where there's a level of trust and mystery and magic. And I know you also have tapped into this place and we tapped into this place together. And I would love to speak on this because I believe that we are multidimensional beings. And one way to say that, that's just a way of describing the intricacies of the multi-emotional, multi-aspects of ourselves that we can experience, that we have the possibility to experience inside of ourselves. And because we grow up and in our society, there are systems of thought, systems of, of actions, patterns that have been tried and true, that have shaped or are shaping on, by default or people are shaping to these systems of thought by default that um, what I mean is uh, these systems that have, that are in our society, people are shaping themselves uh, into those systems. So therefore they're only experiencing the world within that framework or perception of reality. And therefore the thing is with the human mind is that we identify with what we see and what we feel. 
and it becomes who we think we are to keep us safe. It's, it's in the adaptability part of our psyche, our biology to adapt to the environment so that we can feel safe, that we have a better way of survival. So by natural law, we are only experiencing these aspects of ourselves within these frameworks that have been set out for us. Now, there are so many other aspects of ourselves, so many other ways of perceiving reality. There are so many mm -hmm. ways of being in the same place and having a completely different experience than everyone else around you. So meaning that there are dimensions, there are worlds, let's say a, there's a whole, there's worlds within worlds. And in, when we travel inwardly, we start to tap into something which the ancient people, our indigenous people of which we all are, these are our ancestors, we all stem from, we're all descendants of, they had used their nervous system in a completely different way. And what I believe is that they're, the parts of their brain, the faculties of their brain, which stimulate creativity or imagination was much more awakened than the rational intellectual pattern, logical aspects of our psyche, which is overly stimulated today. So with that divine imagination, they were literally living in a completely different world. So that means that you can be in nature. And when you're activated and your nervous system is responding and literally seeing different types of symbols, different and, and, and defining subtle movements of energy in a different way, you start to enter into a realm, a doorway of magic. And so you literally can be living in a dream magical world because that is the world that you're living with inside of yourself. That is how your nervous system is relating and literally symbolizing or defining external reality. And I believe that nature has these hidden worlds within it. They have these hidden paradises. And you can be a tourist and go and just take a picture. Oh, this is cool. Oh, wow, wow, cool. Take a picture, right? And then you can travel into the inner world of that place and completely have a whole different experience. And that's what I feel like you're speaking to is that I have found that place inside of me. And so have you. Many others have found it when they were children and then they lost it and they conformed to the system's reality to keep themselves safe and to fit in, which is understandable. And some of us are awakening to these other worlds. I do believe in a holistic perspective where we can bridge the gap between the worlds, but lead doorways or lead pathways to a new way of human civilization, um, which I believe is almost an ancient way, but just in, in a different way, you know, like just like nature, it has its cycles. Um, so I do believe there's more people awakening and stepping into these worlds and we're finding each other, just like you and I are finding each other in this moment, in this conversation, we're finding each other and we're co-creating and we're realizing that we have the power to create and therefore we have the power to influence our nervous system in a way that can give us much more of a flavorful, much more of a colorful, beautiful connected reality to relating with energies or the earth and other energies, other energies in this on the earth plane and beyond in a whole different way. 
and we can become uh, an awakened multidimensional being. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes, this is exactly what I was searching for for you to speak Mm -hmm. on. And that was just so eloquent and beautiful. And I honor that answer. Um, I embody it and I believe it. And so what are some practical ways for people who are hearing you speak about this, who are in the systems and living life within the system? What are some ways for people to step into this new world? Yes. So if they're listening to this podcast, that means they are asking questions and they're seeking. And that's always the beginning. And I think it's really being honest and clear that, okay, my beliefs and the ways I've been living my life, how I've defined myself and how I've related to the world have been conditioned by something other than myself that I have chosen to be a part of for whatever reason. So we're taking responsibility, but understanding that we've grown up into this society and therefore when when fear comes up, you can acknowledge and separate from the fear, separate from the thoughts and say, actually, that's not me. That's an old conditioning. And you can start to work with that and free yourself. So you want to separate who you are or the deeper inner sense of you from this obsessive thinking mind that is fear-based and is completely defining who you are, what you believe, where you're going, and what you think you need to do to feel significant or to feel safe. So just know that these things are going to come up and try to separate the inner sense of you from these things. And if you can create that separation, it's so funny. It's like separate to connect. Mm-hmm. Because when you're, se- <laughs> when you're separating from the bullshit, then you can get the inner sense of you. And if you feel the inner sense of you, you start to develop the inner world. So it's really the inner sense of you that you want to get in touch with. And so another practical step is spend more time alone. Spend more time getting to know yourself. And, and that takes solitude. That takes being alone in nature ideally, but wherever. Um, Just write, reflect, ask yourself better questions and start the inner journey of Mm. self-observance. And another practical question, once you start getting in touch with your sensitivity, your sense of self, then when you start to have life experiences, you're always asking questions to that inner sense of you. What does this mean? Or what could this mean? And if you ask better questions, you get better answers. And you start to build a relationship with this inner sense of you, with your heart or with your, with your gut or however you pick up information. And, and those are practical steps that will guide you. It's the inner navigation system. Yeah, I love all of that. And what really stuck out to me was separate to connect and I just that is so true in so many different aspects of life you know death and rebirth and even relationships Mm -hmm. to 
like I am single and (laughs) I have gotten to learn and connect more with who it is that I want to connect with. And that comes from, you know, cutting cords of energies, people, things that are not serving me. It's just separate to connect in so many different ways is that I just see that being so applicable to life. And it's an interesting dance um, to do. I know for myself in my journey, I struggled previously in the past with the loss that comes with the separation and mm-hmm. moving through that, um, the emotions that came up and it's the spiritual journey in this path. It's not, it's not black and white. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's very colorful and everybody's journey is, is different. You know, um, I'm just wondering if you have any more thoughts about anything that I just spoke Mhm. Yeah, it's very true. I think a lot of people are holding on to nothing. And or and what I mean by that is that they're holding on to experiences, identities, beliefs, relationships that are absolutely totally and completely creating suffering for themselves and for what they're holding on to. And it's hard it's very hard initially to let go of certain relationships, to let go of, of seasons, but it is a part of life, which is death. And if the people that really start to live is when they start to consciously die within this mm-hmm. life to old parts of themselves, and then they can have more space to create something new. Um, I think it causes a lot of pain to, to, know when something is completed its course and and still hold on Mm -hmm. Uh, so it is an intricate dance though because you have to know in your heart and you have to sometimes express great courage to make a change and um, sometimes with relationships they can change form so if you don't actually let it complete and create space then it won't change form it'll just stay in the pattern you know or until something comes in to change it so life wants us to grow i believe that we are we are intricate i mean sorry we are we are absolutely connected to the same other species in nature meaning that they have their course they had every single species wants to experience the greatest expression of themselves they want to they want to not just survive but they they want to experience the 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 fullest of themselves and I think that's the case with humans as well, where we are designed to evolve. It is part of our makeup. And so if we are not growing and we're dying, life will come in and speak very, very loudly with lots of pain and lots of suffering and lots of whatever it takes to create space for new things to come in for the spirit to grow within that body. Mm-hmm. I And so it's like the masters are the ones that acknowledge that and have developed enough sense of self and courage to go with the natural flow of life rather than resist mm-hmm. it. Yeah. So 
what's coming up for me as I hear you say those words is I'm listening and absorbing them. And there's almost this hue of fear that is attached to that. Like, I'm just imagining myself listening to this and thinking, oh, my God, my life is going to flip upside down, (laughs) you know, and it doesn't necessarily have to be that way. But I think that life force energy and the universe, you're right. I mean, it may not be this catastrophic shift or change. It could be more subtle things. Um, you know, everybody's journey is different. So I just wanted to to speak to that just in case someone mm-hmm. else was maybe <laughs> feeling that too. Yeah, it's our own inner journey. Mm-hmm. I mean, we know what's right for us. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and listening to that is essentially the the moral here is we all know what is best serving for us. And so actually listening and then that the path lights up after that. Um, So, okay, I'm going to move on to my next question here, which is in relation to what we're talking about still. Um, I have found on my journey specifically that the people that are still living in the systems that we spoke of at they have the power to be defensive <laughs> like no no i'm not living in a system like no no and so i've i've had to really sit and accept that people just may not be ready to acknowledge that, to raise their awareness, to accept things. And um, that has been a challenge for me. And so I'm wondering what advice you could give or insights you could speak to surrounding that dynamic. Yes. To me, how I approach that is with immense curiosity. So I take my quest and my journey as an exploration of life. And so even though we are in these systems, and I have a bit of a rebel inside of me, I think anybody that takes a path like this has to have some rebel. I think all humans in some way or another, they have a rebellious inner child. And then mm-hmm. depends, depends. Some are obedient children, <laughs> depends on how they grew up. Um, but I, I, I got to a point in my journey where I don't need to change anybody. In fact, I think everybody is on their own journey and they teach me just as much as I, I feel that I can offer them an invitation to see life in a different way. And like, in a way, the people that aren't open or willing to accept or accept new ideas like in a way they have their own medicine to share and they help me with perspective and so every time I'm in the city and I feel like oh gosh I don't want to be here at all it makes me appreciate the, the the knowing that I am free and then I can go out into nature and I can travel and I can change the world <laughs> change my world and so in a way I I'm just coming to a level of of, of acceptance and and when someone is willing and asking and there's like a moment where you meet somebody or 
it's your family. You know, it's like accept, accept, accept. That means that you don't need to feed into their bullshit. That doesn't mean you need to to validate their existence. You, you can accept them and you can choose not to be around them. Or you, or there's times where there, there's a feeling of intuition that there's a moment to plant a seed and you can do it subtly without infringing upon them. And I think that is a, a powerful law in the universe. I think not to infringe upon another's journey because I don't know what they need. They might be in this experience, they might be in this particular evolution to experience restriction and not actually be open. So mm -hmm. I'm coming closer to that, to that realm and, or that perspective. And I, I feel that, and that offers me freedom because not everybody has to have the same ideas. Mm -hmm. I love that. I really feel as if that's exactly what I, I personally needed to hear because I've been in this space of, okay, I accept it. And then now what, what can I do beyond that? You know? Um, mm -hmm. so there's just another level of, of freedom and shifting perspective. And I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. So thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, and you spoke of traveling and spending a lot of time in nature. And I know that you have lived in jungles and, um, you once told me a story of how you got lost in a jungle and I think a butterfly helped you find your way out. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So I'm just wondering if you could just tell us what has nature and the time that you have spent with nature, because you're a human that I see that has spent, at least from America, <laughs> that has spend a lot more time with nature than the average American. So I'm wondering, what has nature taught you? Simplicity. Yeah, everything is okay. Everything has divine order. Mm -hmm. like it taught me, like, it teaches me all the time of, like, oh, wow, what it means to be human. That, uh, it's really cool aspect of our conscious intelligence that we can create these imaginary worlds but nature is it just is and there's so much happening in the isness right there's like <laughs> and so it just it teaches me the simplicity it reminds me of the simplicity hmm it reminds me of how easy it is. But at the same time, it can teach you harshly as well. It can teach me some really hard lessons. Presence. If we're not present in nature, it can be really dangerous. Do you have an example 
of one of these hard lessons that nature has taught you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do thinking of all over my journey. Um, I think. I mean, the quickest thing that's coming up for me is just simply like if I'm really present and I'm walking barefooted on on rocks or walking through a river or something. And just if my mind starts to go into a thinking process, thinking about the future, analyzing my life, I can slip. And I've slipped many times and I hurt my foot, cut my foot. And it was just like, wow. Wow. You just can't, you can't analyze your life. That analytical part of the brain is not useful when you're moving in nature. It's more instinctual and perceptive um, and intelligent where you can recognize patterns and you can move quickly. It's like the, like the Jaguar, you know, it's like, Goes, walks very slow and goes behind and no one sees him. Every single movement is is on purpose and then leaps once and one bite in the back of the neck, boom, done. It's just like perfect. You know, and it's just like that's it. It's it's like instinctual. It's like I think it's it's it activates the the highest potential of our nervous system where our sex drive our intuitive sensitive heart our vibrational solar plexus and the intelligence of our focus is all in unison when you're in that when you're in that in that realm whereas in the society in these comfortable societies that we've created we have our brains are going into creating false scenarios that actually have no significance to our survival or thrival or, or sort of thrival or, or thriving as a species or as a human being. So it's like contradicting to our nature to be having such um, a chaotic, obsessive thinking mind. It, it it does that because it thinks that it's helping our survival when in fact it is it is confused mm-hmm. whereas we have infinite intelligence inside of us and when we're instinctual when we're in flow this is what now scientists are calling flow state so when we're in flow it flow is our natural homeostasis where our brains our hemispheres of our brain is in full brain activation that is natural growing up in nature moving around in nature living in a simple life that is that happens automatically when you're really raw i'm not just talking about walking down a path and taking a picture of the waterfall i mean walking through the river you know and getting into the waterfall like that happens anyway so I just believe that we've come so far away from what we've been designed to be and that creates a lot of problems and it can be very simple we all can be very very powerful beings 
if we can find ways to activate our nervous system again in that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. I love that. The the flow state. So <clears throat> aside from jumping into a waterfall, what are some practical ways that humans could tap into this flow state? Yeah, I would say jump in the waterfall. <laughs> That's, it's very simple. Find your local waterfall and jump in it. <laughs> the colder, the better. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um, I guess it doesn't have to be a waterfall either. Just polar plunging, I know, is something that you do, I don't know how often, but pretty regularly. And it's quite the experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so... This thought is coming into my mind with great power comes great responsibility. And this is something that on my journey has come into my consciousness um, over and over. And I think back to times where empathically, um, intuitively, my soul, my spirit just knew to insert myself into what some might say is like a dangerous situation or something of that regard. And everything ended up being just fine. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm wondering, I've seen you also step into situations and that thought has come up like when we were at international tribe design together in Hawaii there were two situations that arose and you just jumped right right into business and so I'm wondering what your thoughts are surrounding the responsibility that as humans as spiritual beings that we have for one another in this life and you know what that looks like for you Hmm. Uh, I believe that great power or responsibility is great power. So the ability to respond is what power can be defined as. So rather than great power comes great responsibility, well, with the ability to respond, you automatically have all the power you ever need in the Mm -hmm. world. And isn't that what it is all about? It's about developing yourself into a point where you can respond to life circumstances at any moment and you can adapt and you can choose the higher emotion. And life is going to give us challenges because we want that. We want them in some sort of way because they help us evolve. And 
you know, not all of the times have I been strong or have had the ability to respond. And there's been times where I have been greater in that aspect. And I think everybody has their ebbs and flows in that, where some people can have the ability to respond in a certain context or circumstance. And in others, they are completely helpless and powerless. Mm -hmm. And that is why coming together and working together is important because everybody has their own way of responding and their own power, which is appropriate for the whole. Mm -hmm. And I think that is the most important is, is that we have the responsibility to be ourselves totally mm-hmm. and to really feel confident in our ability to respond in our own unique ways because that is the truest gift to others and to the world and and I do think it comes down to that I think when you develop that level of certainty and trust and sense of self you have more ability to respond and therefore you have more power and and circumstances that would challenge somebody else would not challenge you but then you may need somebody else as well so we need each other and so I'm and I know I'm answering the question in many ways now but I really think that's what it comes down to and I think that responsibility should be something that one aspires to have more of not necessarily external responsibility but a strengthened sense of the ability to respond because that is great power. And, and then it comes down to, it's like having, humility, connection and intuition where everybody in the room and see and belief that everybody in the room is a leader. So for example, if there's a family and a situation happens, the child might be the best person to lead or to respond to that situation. So if somebody's having a mental breakdown or something, and it might actually be the child that would be actually be more appropriate to, to help calm the person down than the adult. You see what I'm saying? So everybody's a leader. Everybody is a, is a spark of God. Everybody has power and the ability to respond. And, and I, and I'm learning this deeper to my, with myself is that, that wherever the energy is most strongest, whoever has the most certainty, they respond mm-hmm. and they lead and the others support. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it just feels important to say again that no matter what circumstance or experience, anything at all that is happening, every single person, every human has the ability to respond. Absolutely. Yeah, I love that so much. Um, so what does authenticity mean to you? Or how would you, how does that show up in your life? So the ego, our, our minds are designed to make us right. Or make us wrong <laughs> in a certain <laughs> way. But meaning that like 
meaning that if something happens in our life or we behave in a certain way or we're having certain thoughts or feelings or sensations, we can either make them wrong or make them right. But either way, I think authenticity is just being vulnerable about what is happening and going into that gray area of this is neither wrong or right. This is just what is happening. Mm -hmm. And I think that's authentic. I mean, I think the, when you can express that authenticity, that's, that's power. And I think when you can be honest with yourself, then that's also a form of power. And I think it's just being authentic and like, yeah. And just coming into a place of, acceptance of yourself and compassion for this human journey and knowing that you're on a journey and that you don't have to either be right or wrong, but you're a combination of it all. Mm -hmm. And, and being authentic about that process with yourself sets you free mm -hmm. and being authentic about that process with others has them trust you more and also sets them free from the expectations of you as well. And so you can just be free. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I definitely feel that. And in my journey of authenticity and showing up in whatever is, I have found so much freedom in that. <laughs> it's really, really beautiful. Um, and it feels good. Like this isn't right or wrong. It's just what is existing and there's no attachment to it. It just, it just is. Uh -huh. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. And you can just be mm -hmm. free from it. You know, it doesn't have to become some big monster. It can just be, this is what it mm -hmm. is. And it might not, it might be different tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there are, I imagine, people who are listening to this podcast, obviously, that can relate to spirituality because I'm huge into it and so I imagine anybody here mm -hmm. is, is on the path and on the journey and especially somebody listening to this episode and so my next question for you is wherever somebody is at on their journey how can they mm -hmm. step into more and upgrade their spiritual practices slash metaphysical connections you know for example um i see ghosts and angels and other spirits and sometimes mm -hmm. they come and go quickly and i'm like wait you know i'm right here <laughs> how mm. how could i mm -hmm. upgrade that connection and even if somebody isn't able to see spirits or whatever and they just simply want to nourish the bond that they share with spirits and spirituality what light could you shine on that hmm So everybody has their own spiritual connection. So you see entities and spirits and, and have these relationships with these beings in a certain way. 
But some people might not experience that. Some people's spirituality just might be simple virtues within relationships. Some people's spirituality is their calling in life. And money-making process could be a big, big part of their spiritual quest and evolution. Mm-hmm. Some people's spirituality is the working with energy. Some people's spirituality, some people are the initiates where they go deep into metaphysics and into the inner worlds and they pop through into that. Some people, spirituality is, is travel. Some people's spirituality is the quest of enlightenment. So as you can tell, you know, I'm, I've traveled a lot. So I have a, a world view where I also don't take, I mean, I have my own connection but I, I keep a very open mind when I speak about these things because everybody I've, I've seen and have been and I've experienced different worlds of how people connect with spirit. And so I'm not one to, to guide a, a dogma mm-hmm. of any sort. So I, I think that people need to follow their hearts and trust the mystery. And that's why I love the word mystery. And me, it, it was just an inkling an inkling that there was more to life, an inkling that was more to me, and a feeling of noticing that I love connecting and learning to, from people and had a way of communicating. And, and then, you know, and then like a feeling I keep hearing when I was younger, like you should travel, 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 just listening. And I'm like, okay, and it's like it comes into my world, you know, and I start listening. And then you and then I trusted it and I went for it and I took risk and then I started to experience things and then and then it got deeper and then more got exposed to me and then I went even deeper and then boom and then whoa. <laughs> you know, so it's a whole journey, it's a whole mystery. So I can't begin to tell somebody what that that how they can go deeper. Mm-hmm. I believe that they're, if they're meant to go deeper right now, then their world is showing them their life is showing them how to go deeper. So I don't know what spirit is telling them, Mm -hmm. but what I would say is to trust the mystery and to start to pay closer attention to the mystery of their lives and listen deeper. And when you feel the inkling, act with more courage. That's it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. That's so beautiful. I think it's also not just externally allowing the experience to unfold and the mystery to unfold, but also internally listening to that pulling, that voice, the intuition, the inner Mm -hmm. GPS, you know, whatever that is for each person. So Mm -hmm. that's good. That's good. Good. (laughs) (laughs) Just breathing that in. Um, so what is your biggest accomplishment so far in life? And what do you strive to accomplish still? Wow. Wow. Mm. Mm. 
the biggest accomplishment, I'm, I'm getting a bit of emotional, I'm bringing up a, a, a movement in my heart, which is the, the feelings that I've experienced within myself, the love that I've experienced not only with people, but within my own sense of self and connection to some a greater experience. Uh, the feelings that I've experienced in my heart is probably the greatest accomplishment I've, I've, I've had. And there's various moments of that. It's like this energy experience this energy that, that has moved me very deeply and what I desire is more of that <laughs> <laughs> desire more more love deep 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 senses of overflowing energy in my heart <laughs> mm. And and to give that and to give that forward in beautiful and magical and mysterious ways to others. Thank you. I I can feel just the the pureness of that, and it's very beautiful. Um, in what ways, you know, do you see yourself sharing this with others? You know, what is it that? you have going on right now maybe yeah. we can head into how people contact you or any offerings you have on your heart right now mm -hmm. yes absolutely so i mean my gift is to is to step in to an experience with someone and to guide them deeper into the sense of themselves into the heart. And so um, I do offer private retreat experiences. Just so for example, um, a mother sent her 21 year old son out here to Iceland where I am now for seven days. And can you just imagine spending seven days with me <laughs> in Iceland? And so it was incredibly transformational. We set up an incredible week for him and it was so deeply meaningful. And so that type of work is, is, special to me and I have spots all over the world that are just deeply deeply magical and, and unique and and the experience I can facilitate for them um, is really really cool so I'm offering that right now and and my gift really Serena is to is to speak and to share my experiences through the stories that that I have experienced and to give the simple wisdoms and perspectives and through video, through my writing, and and when the energy is right with someone, I will consult with them when they go through their transformational process. And I'll obviously have retreats coming up here in Iceland as well. But really, m what's next for me is is diving deeper into writing these stories, writing mm. these simple wisdoms, and sharing them on video. And... Um, and then also excited to bring people out on private pilgrimages all around the world. And they could reach out to me. Um, let's connect on Instagram. 
at I am Frank J. And that will work right now on Facebook if they'd like as well. Mm-hmm. And is Instagram where writings will be featured or is there something else in the works that we can look forward to? Yeah. So right now, Instagram is where my main platform of post- posting my, my pictures and my writing. Um, but in, there will be more. I will update my website where I will have more of a organized writing. If I decide to go that route, it's still in the works. But as it evolves, it will move. And, um, and yes, and maybe even soon they will see my book being complete but that's been a journey in itself so mm-hmm. um, I am working on a book as well mm-hmm. yeah I love that I I too am writing a book and it's a beautiful journey and experience so mm-hmm. we'll have to chat about that sometime mm-hmm. um, one final question here if you could plant a seed, although I believe you've planted lots of seeds throughout this episode, but if you could plant a seed into everyone's consciousness, like, boom, now you know this, what would that be? It's just that, Serena. In your in your questions lie the answers. So that means that you have the seed in your consciousness that wants to grow into the unique expression that is you. And so do what you got to do to let that grow. Mm. Let that seed blossom as big and as bright as it possibly can be. Yes. Wow. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, this has been amazing. And I just have so much gratitude and just pure joy for this experience. I'm so excited to be here with you. Thank you. Yeah, likewise, Serena. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to Authentically Me podcast. If you would like to book a reading or work one-on-one with Serena, get in touch with her at bookserenarose at gmail.com. To get involved and receive in a deeper way, become a patron by following the link www.patreon.com forward slash Serena Rose. 
You can also find me on Instagram under the handle Serena Rose Jarvis. It is an honor to share with each and every one of you authentically. Remember to be you, be true, and be beautiful. You are exactly where you are supposed to be, doing exactly what you are supposed to be doing. And I love you.